How y'all doing? This is Chronic Conversations with your host, Jerry Anderson, a.k.a. Jerry Leonard. have a very special guest that I've been waiting a while to talk to and uh, here with me. He's a singer-songwriter. His name is Sam Stedman. Sam, thanks for joining us, brother. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, man. Um, before we get started, I want to. Uh, uh, one of the things that caught my eye about you originally is the look. I love the look. <laughs> is that, uh, and I'm, you'll probably, I'm sure you've, if you haven't been asked this a million times, you will be uh, uh, in future interviews, but was it just something organic? Is, is it, are you trying to, um, like, is there more thought to it? or? I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of thought to it. So, like, the top hat part of it kind of happened a long time ago, like when I was young, a little bit younger, and uh-huh. um, I was partying a lot, and me and my best friend would throw, like, keg parties almost every weekend for a whole summer yeah and um this nickname came to be to where it was i like people were calling me the animal and all this stuff and i had a top hat at that time and it uh-huh. had like a red bandana on it and right across it would say like the animal and all right it was it was really stupid and you know young dumb stuff right. but um that's kind of like where that came to be and then you know, as I grew older, like the top hat thing kind of faded out. Right. And then, um, whenever it was probably like maybe a year ago, maybe that the mustache came to be to where I want to say somebody at work, they were having like this no shave November thing. Right. And all the guys there were like, yeah, we're, we're just going to grow out our mustaches. And I was technically in a relationship at that time. And the girl I was dating was not about it, so I didn't right. do it. And okay. then, and then right around December we broke up, and I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna grow this thing out and see what it looks like. Right. And as it kept growing, my roommate, our best friend or whatever, he was like, you know, you should just keep growing that out and like see what happens with it. And I was like, I don't know, like the mustache <laughs> thing's kind of creepy, so. Um, but yeah, like it just kept growing longer, and then eventually I just kept twirling it with my fingers, and then we were in Nashville one day, and I was like wanting a hat, uh-huh. and they had it's a place called Goren Bros. It's in Nashville, and I'm not trying to like plug a company, but that right. you know that's where that's I got right. it from. And then um, yeah, I asked the lady if she had any top hats in the back, and she brought one out, and I tried it on. And I looked in the mirror, and my buddy was like, yeah. Like, you should just stick with that one. And so, kind of after that, um, it just kind of stuck, you know. I started, like, wearing the clothes that I do mm-hmm. um, already. And just kind of, that's kind of that, that look, I guess, that people are talking about came to be. Yeah, it's, but it's, I mean, it's a really good look because it, it helps kind of set you with a part. So, For sure. I feel like it, it's it's still you. Like, it doesn't yeah, seem like you're trying exactly. to gimmick to. Right, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, dress up fully and. Right. And like I'll I'll try to you know wear like old school vintage ball caps or whatever every mm-hmm. now and then because sometimes the top hat doesn't necessarily fit with everything. Right, right. Um, you know, and I don't want it to be like, oh, that's all he wears. Yeah. But uh, the top hat. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But but yeah, definitely, uh, it's been working so far. But that's it's nothing to wear like you're saying, you know, to wear like thought dressing out. up. Like, yeah. And it's me dressing up as some character that I'm not. Right, yeah. It's it's just like me wearing clothes and 
It's just you, yeah, but just yeah, me. turned up maybe the right, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, and that's yeah, that's that's always the best way to portray yourself. I think in any field of entertainment, sure. whether it's comedy or like I was a pro wrestler or or music, it's all the same thing. You want basically a version of yourself that's just a little little dialed up. Right. Um, and I like its uniqueness, and that's the other thing too. I've I've listened to a few of your songs, and you have a very unique voice. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks. Um, I appreciate it, that. It's I, I love music that I can't that I automatically can't pigeonhole. You know, right? I don't. I'm I, I like original. I like creative, and, and you're both. Um, is that also something maybe that was conscious, or are you? Mm, I, as far as the sound and the voice, well, is that just what you're saying? yeah, just your. Uh, like your music doesn't fit a genre to me. Uh, yeah, it, I don't really, and I don't really want it to fit a genre. Um, I think I was talking to somebody about this the other night, but I think it's easier for people who are subject to just one genre. Absolutely. I think it's easier for them to be more successful, and I'm not using that as an excuse or anything like that. But no. I'm just saying, if you're like more targeted, if I was more targeted towards just being pop or just being country set in, right yeah. yeah it's like okay why well, I'm supposed to be targeting these type of people so I need to play this type of music and it needs to be produced and sound like this, this right. when I'm putting it out and it's just easier to do you know to where some of the stuff I'm doing like it's kind of all over the place there's some mm -hmm. of it that sounds I like, like that. a little oh, rocky and yeah. like dark but like it's in my opinion it's just singer songwriter stuff um, you know, and you can put it in different genres if people wanted to and they listen to it mm -hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, well it's this genre. Like that's fine with me if that's right. what you say. Your interpretation. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of all over the place and I just pick up a guitar and write what's on my mind. At it the seems time. music, this new generation of music seems to be leaning more that way of, of all the musical guests I've had on I think here, it's they, evolving that yeah, way. Yeah, it's evolving yeah. that way and, and I'm glad finally because uh, I've talked to other artists before about, you know, there's genres, there's subgenres, there's genres of genres like I can't remember all the things and, and, and people use it as another way to be um, tribalistic, you know, like politics right. or something. It's like they get offended. That's not country. That's right. What it's like. Look, it's it's music. I enjoy it. Exactly. It, 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 so I tell my friends when they argue who's the best. It's like whoever's the best to you is who you connected with. So it is the best to you. So yeah. both of you are right. Right. Nobody's wrong here. Um, what I was going to ask you outside is when you do your shows, do you do original hits or do you do covers or a mixture of both? Mm, or? It really like it kind of depends on what the venue wants mm. and I don't like to be that way but mm -hmm. that's kind of how you have to be right at least i've that's what i've learned starting out you kind of mm -hmm. go have flow. to be that way a little bit you know mm -hmm. um you can also negotiate like with some venues and be like hey i'll play whatever covers the audience wants mm -hmm. as long as you let me plug in a few originals here and there yeah you know then that way you're still getting your stuff out of the people to where it's like oh well this is what this guy's capable of doing yeah you know but He's also able to play these covers, because I don't really like playing covers the same way, unless, like last night, and I'm, I've never even played these songs, but, you know, playing music, you assume that it's a it's bound to happen. Right. But some lady asked me to play Wagon Wheel, and then two Morgan Wallen songs, and I've never played Wagon Wheel until now, and then... <laughs> um, 
I don't even think the other songs I've ever played either because I just don't really, I don't really listen to any of that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. yeah but yeah. um, but yeah, and so when when it's like that, it's kind of like yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and do it, especially because there wasn't like a lot of people there, but you know you're pleasing somebody else, and then it's gonna draw them into like actually, you know, like you. And so maybe the song after that is one of your original now songs. Now they're going to check you out on YouTube yeah. after the show. And then they'll actually be more engaged with like what you're singing to whereas maybe you, you didn't sing something that really attracted them before mm-hmm. and then you played an original and now they're really not listening. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's kind of a, it's a, it's a gray area, but sometimes right. it's best if you do just kind of comply and use it in your own interest yeah and you know it's it's like any other job you're getting hired for a purpose so if they hire you to do such a thing then you know i don't think that's a a form of selling out or anything it's just do it to me people it's like people think making it is selling out i don't believe that either i believe selling out is doing something that's against what you believe in who you are yeah now if you were getting like like hey this is your job and i'm not even happy doing this job but i'm writing music only because so and so is telling me that this is the way I have to write. That might be no like selling. Yeah, right. it's like if you're not doing what you want and you're just getting paid like a bunch of money, I could see where people could consider that selling out. Right, right. But I mean, if that's what makes you happy, like whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> again, if it's making you happy, like I said, to me, it's not selling out because right. that's the ultimate goal is to be happy, to find joy exactly. um, through your creativeness or through, you know, it's. I, I told you I wrote ad copy. I enjoy writing ad copy because it's super dry, and I like being creative with it. I like to take that dryness and right. turn it into something else. Um, oh, yeah. So that's where I get to put my creative input, even though I have these bullet points that say, we need you to talk about this, 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 and this in the commercial. Right. Um, I saw, speaking of not being able to pigeonhole you, the, before I saw this, and it was funny that you posted it, you posted something about Sturgill Simpson. Not that you sound like him, but if I had to... If I had to pick somebody to refer, mm. I'd be like, he kind of reminds me of Sturgill Simpson and, and, and the way that he's really original, the, you know, the songs right. are all uh, are really great with written and composed, and they just go to places you don't expect, and, and there's a lot of similarities, not necessarily in sound, but like I said, some of the other things. Right. So if I had to tell somebody, would that be a fair assessment? Or? I mean, I don't... I don't think I really sound like him now. So no, no. Now, like this na- next album that I'm about to come out with, um, it's definitely got a lot of his, his influence, mm-hmm. it's especially from his uh, Sound and Fury album that yeah. he had. But, uh, I mean, that's a huge compliment to me because he's like one of my biggest inspirations in music currently. But I wish, like, I think it'd be cool that I would sound like him, but at the same time, you want that originality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I want to sound like myself, but if somebody's like, hey, that guy reminds me of his type of music. Yeah, sort of like your songwriting I'm style. About, I'm all about yeah. that. Like, you, it, like you, you get kind of drawn into the story for of sure. what's going on, and that's that's some of my favorite kind of, uh, lyrically, whether it's hip-hop or country, yeah. it's lyricism that always draws me in. Um, what draws you into music? As far as like just doing it, it yeah, any um, of it from I mean, it it's definitely stage, not. Writing? I don't think it's really because some people I'm sure might would say, like, oh, I'm sure that one day I'll make it and I'll just become rich and famous, mm-hmm. and it's definitely not that for me, right? Yeah, <laughs> like the money side, you know, whatever. Um, obviously, I would want to someday be in a position to where 
I could do that full time. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more so like I just started doing it because it's always been like on the back burner for me a little right. bit. I never really played guitar a lot or ever until like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. But um, like writing poetry and you mm-hmm. know it sounds kind of cheesy, but like writing yeah. poetry to like chicks and stuff. Yeah. When I was in school, mm-hmm. like I would do that thinking it was gonna make something happen, but it really wouldn't. But um, you know. Now like, more so than then it probably was. Right, yeah, maybe now. <laughs> but, like, it's been more of a therapeutic thing that's just been yes. on the back burner. And I've tried, like, different business ventures and different career paths as far as, like, getting outside of my box, thinking, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's this greater purpose in life for me. Um, but, you know, it always falls back to, like, the music thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be singing in the car, and just belching these songs, and I'm like, oh, wow, well, I can do this with my voice. Like, this is kind of neat. I wonder what would happen with it. And then I actually start to, like, apply myself a little bit more as time went on. And, uh, you know, now it's kind of a thing. Yeah. And some people seem to enjoy it, and I just, like, it. it's an escape from reality sometimes yes. when I'm just, like, Absolutely. performing for somebody or, like, in the studio singing a song or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, well this, it's one of those things to where it seems like, oh, well I'm a little kid and I want to be like an NBA star when I grow up. And now I'm like an adult and I'm pursuing this thing that seems like it's just a fantasy or dream. Right. But you know, now it's, it's like, it could be a reality yeah if you just keep say, doing it. Yeah. It probably feels like that to everybody right. who's ever made it too. So it's definitely not a sign that you won't whatever make it is and that's another thing you have to define what success is for you yeah um but yeah the like the main question that or the answer to that mm-hmm. question would be that it's it's mostly just therapeutic i mean i really yeah for sure i really really like it when people are influenced by it but you know i don't want to like some of the stuff some of the songs can be like really dark yeah yeah but i mean it's just my me, like is really dark so I yeah it, yeah it's just <laughs> And it's in that it's usually that's your best work when it's mine. Like uh, I, it's, I can write other poetry, but when I'm in uh, what I call the crazy place, uh, that's when all my best poetry comes out. Yeah. So I definitely get that. Um, like one of those songs that, which I it's not like on any streaming platforms or anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have it on is like YouTube. Um, there's a song that I wrote called Oh Mama, mm-hmm. and I wrote that one when I was like super pissed off at like the world and kind of the relationship with my mom and like all of my like like family um like mishaps that happened in my life or whatever and so i was like just drinking some whiskey one night and it just came out within five or ten minutes and you know a bunch of people do say it it sounds kind of dark but like a bunch of people can relate to it too Mm -hmm. and like you said, some some of the best things that you like come out like that. The the darkness is what reveals the light. So uh, showing people that you know that you're in the light now, and this is the darkness I came from. That's mm-hmm. where the hope lies, I think. Right. Yeah. For um, sure. But, it's kind of like you just let it out of you in a sense, and it's an outlet. Yeah. And then it's still with you because it's like a song. You know, you kind of have to sing it again or. Or whatever, but like there's a zen it, that to it. that part of you that was inside that was like dying. Mm-hmm. Now that you've got it out, it's yes. like you feel free in a sense. Yeah, yeah, that's that's 
it's so cathartic. Um, probably out of all the stuff I do, I enjoy running my mouth. So obviously, I like the podcast. But I really <laughs> like the blogging and stuff too, because that's a that's a more personal and it's uh, a different part. Um, so you, you said your songs are a little personal because some of them are dark and mm-hmm. like that. Is there any that lean towards the other way, like the light, or is there anything? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Like there's. There's a few that I've wrote here lately mm-hmm. that sound a little bit more lighter mm-hmm. than darker. I don't know if it's because I've quit drinking so far this year mm-hmm. or not, but um, mm-hmm. oh, you're good. I'm not gonna be like <laughs> no, freaking out like Bilbo Baggins on yeah. the ring or something. Um, <laughs> the podcast was going great, and he came right, right. across the table. It's when it went he crazy. Just wanted that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> no, um, but. Uh, what were we talking about? That, <laughs> you know, thinking you, about you think something no. uh, yeah, would never uh, happen on a podcast called Chronic Conversations, but it does all the time, especially with me. I have a short-term memory loss, not just from my choice of medicine, but I've been hitting the head a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Um, so how long have you been doing music now? Um, as far as like solo, maybe like maybe two years, I want to wow. say. Like it's, I started probably playing guitar like two years ago. I might be like two and a half, but you know I didn't start the whole live music thing until like last June maybe. Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah. How are you with stuff like straight stage fright? Do you have that, um, or how, and if you do, how do you deal with it, or? Not really. I mean, I get like nervous. Right. Obviously, Excited right nervous. before a gig, yeah. Right. And, you know, get a little, like, my palms are sweaty yeah. and all that good stuff. But uh, I don't know. I just try my best, and if it doesn't work out, then I'm, I'm just like, okay, well. I'll so you have no work. expectations. Right, yeah. As long that as you probably set, helps. set, like, no expectations, then, you know, you're not going to get your hopes up if you do suck, I guess. Plus, yeah, and plus, the reason you're doing it doesn't change whether you know, the crowd responds positively or not because there's going to be good crowds and bad crowds like yeah. anything. And I'm sure that's something you're probably starting to learn is the different crowds and, and how to play them and stuff. Yeah, and um, I think the very first time I did it um, was probably like the most nervous time. And then after that, of course. you know, I kind of just said, okay, well, this is what this is about. You know, and I've also like, when I was growing up, have sang in church and okay. in choirs and like stuff like that. But... As far as being like, hey, this is me. Spotlight you know, on you now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit. It's a little bit different, but you know, I think it also has to do with like not thinking that you are some big hot shot or you know right. this shit to everybody, and it's like as long as you kind of keep a mindset like that, I don't see how you could, like you're saying, no expectations. Right. Staying yeah. humble. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's. That that's going to be a key too, when you do get to that other side, you know, because right. they have them saying, you know, if you're an asshole on the way up, then those same people when you're coming back down, exactly, like you gotta you gotta uh, keep it real. Like I, I have no false expectations of like this has been doing really well for something I I, I did kind of like you. I was just trying to do something a little cathartic and yeah. And if it blows up and time, you're just having it, fun, then like that's a plus. Yeah, yeah. If it if it blows up, it's a it's a plus, and um, if not, oh well. I've always said if one person's listening, or a thousand people's listening, or a hundred thousand people's listening, it doesn't really matter. 
because it's still going to be the same thing. I, and it's kind of the, the catharticism for me. And I, and I have a natural sense of curiosity that I have all these questions for people. And, and I want to talk to different people from authors to scientists to things like that. Um, you know, I'm sure you, it helps you learn like different perspectives. Yes. I, I love that because I told I, I've one of my things I talk about now is I don't argue or debate anymore, but I have a conversation um, because in a conversation, I'm not trying to force you to agree with my position. You're not trying to force right. me to agree with yours. We're just simply having a conversation about it. And I'll take, you know, the stuff that I can use or that I learn and, and with me and the, the other stuff you just, you know, yeah, this is the way like, I am. You're just talking about opinions and not getting offended by it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a perspective. Crazy. Under, yeah, people, <laughs> you know, I think it's, you know, it's part oh. ego, it's part hurt, it's probably part the way they grew up, there's no telling. Um, but that's really all an argument is for, right? It's just right. A, for me to prove I'm right. Exactly. Um, isn't it? Because, I mean, you might still think that you're right even after somebody does tell you their opinion, but like there's really no reason to be like coming at somebody else. Right. Yeah. I don't for no reason, like other than to prove your, your point when it's like, does it really matter? As long as you believe in what you believe in, that's really all that matters. Yeah. And it's, well, I mean, you know, it's to the, it's to the silly point, you know, people get mad because they eat food differently. You know, it's, yeah. You like pineapple pizza, you know, you should be crucified. You should. Or if you eat meat. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's more now than, I don't know if I didn't recognize much I was younger, but it seems like more nowadays that that, that that's a thing. You know, how do you have your hot dog? That's how we're going to be friends. Oh, you put sauerkraut? Well, shit, I put mustard. Fuck you. You know, it's like, really? It's like, cause I put mustard on a hot dog? You're really mad about that? Right. Uh, does that ever happen to you with music? Do people want to pigeonhole you and get angry when you don't maybe conform to what their story of you is? Possibly. Um, I would, cause I would say like, I don't really care for some music that is played on the radio right? or terrestrial radio. Yeah. And Just I'm die gonna, already. Just die. Yeah. And it's, it's not that like, <laughs> Like for instance, my my niece, she loves Kane Brown, yeah. and I'm just yeah. not. I don't have anything against him personally. You just don't connect. I just don't she really does. have. You know, I'm not crazy about his music because it just I don't really relate to it in right. any way. Right. You know, and I can tell her that it's not my style and whatever all I want to, but she will I'm not take it. You know. It. Oh no. She will be turning it on YouTube on the TV all damn day. Is she? Is she? But have you heard this song yet? Right. Have you heard that? You're yeah, gonna like sure. this one. I'm that's, like, oh, that's okay. I'm good. It's a funny thing about food too. You tell somebody you don't like a food, and they're like, oh, you ain't had it the way I've made it before. It's like, right. well, I've had it 37 ways. I don't know if the 38 is gonna be the charm or you not. Like just, that secret spice in there. Yeah. In that? Yeah. What kind of seasonings? <laughs> I got garlic in it. Oh, yeah. That was good. That's crazy. Oh man, do you have uh, any? Uh, something I haven't checked. Uh, do you have any uh, EPs out or, or, or... No, I don't even know. I'm what do you just, call them nowadays? Well, albums. Is, is that fair? Album. I mean, I call an album okay like a full full album. Full album. Know? But um, I want to, and I'm I might get this wrong. So a bunch of music critics out there, people who are more intelligent with all this. Term, yeah, I got a monkey brain. Forgive me. They might they might actually critique me on this, but um, I want to say an EP is like more than three. Right. Or something like that. I don't know. I know that a single can be like one to two, which doesn't make any, any sense, sense to me because yeah. I'm like, a single's a single. But 
Um, I still listen to vinyl records, so I still call yeah, them same, records. Same here. But yeah, I have a whole crate of them, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's like, do you have a new CD? No, there's not CDs. Everything's digital. Yeah. And then I know some people who still do sell CDs too. I saw somebody, Jason Lyles, put out did a press of a, a vinyl album. I thought that's so awesome. Yeah, I I'm, almost I'm wanted to get it because it was an album. Whenever I get done with this album, to have it out on vinyl, for sure. Well, I'll definitely be yeah. one um, of the first in line to buy that, sir, let me assure you. Which the album cover for that will probably be kind of like graphic, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Even better. I'm a, I'm a parental <laughs> advisory sticker kid. You know, when I yeah. came up, the, the Gores, the Democrats at that time were trying to shut people down and shut people up. So, it's, right. you know, it's... So weird. It's, I feel like politics is like a soap opera or pro wrestling. Sometimes this side's the good guy and this side's the bad guy, and sometimes this side's the bad guy and this side's the good guy. Yeah. And to me, really, it's, you know, as they say, it's flipping a coin. It's just two sides of the same coin. For um, sure. With, with music, too. Uh, I was going to say, I lost my train of thought there. Yeah, no, there was Sometimes this, uh... it gets derailed. There's this one, this guy who actually just got done recording for the album that I'm gonna be putting out, that and uh, he he plays like Native American flute, and which if anybody that. wants to look him up, his his band name's Crazy Flute, I might and he uh, he didn't get nominated for a Grammy, but he got into the like I don't know what exactly it's called, but he. He got to the point to where he would have almost got nominated for one. I uh-huh. think when you actually get nominated for one, there's only like five or four contestants or whatever. And right. he was like in the 41 out of 5,000. And he didn't make it up to the next wow. tier. Right. But but he was getting closer, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he's, he's, he's really good. Waves, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he, he sells all of his stuff on mm-hmm. CDs. Oh. You know, he's got some stuff digitally or whatever, but right. most of his living is through CDs. So it's still like definitely possible. Stuff. But it also kind of depends, like, what your genre or, like, vibe is. Because, yeah. obviously, for a more traditional kind of music like his, you're going to be relating more to the, like, older types of people who are listening to CDs. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that, and it... It's, Everybody today is is more of a, a do it yourself. Do you think the awards, the way they do them, are going to have to change with the SoundClouds and Spotify's? Because there's a lot of the music I listen to. I listen to very little of that kind of music. I listen to Sam Steadman. I listen to uh, Big Mama Trauma. I listen to I listen to Sean Jack yeah. Denny. You know, um, that's what I like. That's where I go to. My son feeds me SoundCloud songs all the time that are like new. Yeah, there's actually a song. lot of crazy good gems on Sean. Uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, and like it's it just gets unnoticed, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as far as like awards and stuff goes, I have no idea. Because I don't know how that works either. I mean, I'm just talking out my ass, but you yeah. know, it seems like they are geared towards people who are part of music companies with records and deals and things like that. No, I mean maybe in the future there shifting. might be something to where it's like the creators. Um, now I'm talking like maybe ten. 15, 20 years down the road. Yeah. Like, maybe the creators start building, you know, awards and stuff like this, but it would also have to be something that's probably, like, built around now or the next five years to where it would grow to be something, mm-hmm. you know, a whole lot bigger. 
Right. What What would be more important to you, selling a bunch of albums or winning an award like a Grammy or something? What would be more of a goal for you? Hmm. They're both a little on the uh, capitalistic side, obviously. Yeah. I, you know, um, I, I know ultimately mm-hmm. it's, it's the music's for you and the fans and, and the catharticism, things like that. But on that side, I always wonder, like, if you had to pick mm. green pill or blue pill, and right. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I mean, it would mean a lot to like get an award, obviously, but right. like selling a bunch of records would be. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like maybe winning an award would almost mean that you would have to sell that many records. You would think that you they know. Would... So I would say the award, but only because. You know, I feel like if if you actually win an award, like, and I would definitely rather win like a Grammy yeah. compared to like some like actual genre award. Uh, yeah, yeah, which that doesn't make too much sense, honestly, because you would be in the genre for a Grammy. But right. but like, but I get what you you're wouldn't saying. want like a con- I wouldn't want like a country music award or like an award from some like rock award or whatever more like you know. a writing award right or, right for sure yeah something like actually from the grammys like for an actual singer songwriter best or whatever um i feel like that would get more remembered than just winning like the same award that everybody else wins every year kind of thing if that yeah. makes sense like yeah yeah because for instance and i'm we're probably just going back to him again, but um, like Sturgill won an award for best album, and he was not invited to the CMTs in the same year, <laughs> and so like in my opinion, I would much rather have a Grammy than something like that. Is that make sense? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because anything that might pigeonhole you or yeah, because it's it. Uh, to me, that's something you want people to know is is who you are and, and what you're about. And yeah. when you start getting pigeonholed and put into those things, then then it's kind of like you're not you anymore. Um, speaking of the do it yourself, how much of all this stuff are you doing yourself? Do you you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now the only thing I'm like doing myself is just writing the songs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and playing them out and about. Um, most of like the well the album artwork is kind of myself but mm-hmm. like the the runaway single album artwork I drew that myself um I really like and just that put album. that put it on which it was like me tracing a skeleton and then I drew the hat and all the other stuff with it but uh and then put some Photoshop stuff behind it. So I could if I like take the time out, but it's also like right. one of those things to where I just don't, I want to try to focus more of my time on the music. And since I do have like a full time job right, and I'm doing the music thing on the side, I want the, the words and everything and the tone and like melodies and everything of a song to like impact people more Mm -hmm. so if i have to like reach out to people and be like hey can you help me with this kind of like um graphic artwork or right you know photographers or videographers or whatever the case is Mm -hmm. a lot of 
some of it is my idea. Right. But like usually I'll like hand somebody an idea and be like, Hey, you know, you put your own twist on it if we're gonna do this video. Right. But this is what I'm going for. The you story can I like tell. Replicate it the most, you know, go for it. But uh but yeah, currently the only thing is really just me writing the music and social media because that's such yeah, a big yeah I guess you could say like the captions and whatever you know and me using the platforms mm-hmm. um, if anybody out there is on TikTok you know <laughs> Rob I'm, I'm all that is like technically original stuff that I'm doing because it's just yeah. random stuff that I'm coming up with on my head but um unless it's like a cover song of course of course but uh yeah I mean you know you kind of have to be yourself and part of or well I think you have to yeah if you're gonna be posting stuff consistently on yeah. social media because yeah. if people just, are gonna pick you apart yeah for fake. sure yeah for sure yeah no, nobody wants that um uh, speaking of your guitar I saw you brought it um I did uh you think there might be a song I hate to put you on the mm-hmm. spot that you might want to sing for us right quick or I part can, of one I or can, I can try to think of one I guess you know which one I want to hear now is that dark one you were talking oh, really? about. You got me all. That one will get really loud. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> which it, I can. I, I, I was fixed to say, hey, you know, if nothing else, get me a copy of that one. I definitely want to hear it. Um, are there, there are certain songs that you like to play? Is there something that you know you think maybe your audience would like to hear? Or um, that's a good question. I'm not too sure, really. see i mean i guess i could like play something that i've been recently writing oh that would be great um, i mean that'd be that nobody's ever heard that nobody's ever heard yeah i'd appreciate that man that'd be really fucking cool oh uh, let's see i didn't tell you at the beginning but you can say fucking goddamn shit okay idiots, uh, <laughs> ass pussy whatever you want to we're a explicit show so that's what's up okay so no need to edit anything. Yeah, and I have not <laughs> named this one yet. So oh wow, so it's that new. Um, let me see. Here we go. been rotting for days Don't know what to do but I'll keep searching for ways To fill it with love or something that will stay Until then I'll keep searching for ways
something that bothers me within Don't know where I got it from And then again I don't know most of my kin Such a shame most can't be honest in life Not themselves, their brothers Hell, not even their Not even their own wife Lust is something I definitely struggle with Must be a genetic failure I can't comprehend Don't get me wrong, I respect all women the same If you don't respect yourself, then shame, 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 shame Yeah, shame to you It's not quite done. Damn, but, well that but like that's the start to it. Damn, so it's well, almost, that's a good fucking start. <laughs> well, Jesus. Thanks, like uh look. Y'all are hearing him through this. I'm hearing him live, like I got chills. <laughs> like he sounds really fucking great online. But if you have not seen him live, please, please do yourself a favor and go see this man live. <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna take a second on that. Jesus, like I was yeah, that was I love that. That's that's what I'm talking about, man. Damn. Well, I appreciate it. Like, yeah, that really, it really pulls you in. Um, right. Man, I don't get left speechless a lot when it comes to music, but that, that just about left me speechless. And, and just something you, any other stuff you've been working on recently, or is that, yeah, is, I and feel is this like, for like an album or something, or? No, that one like doesn't really have a purpose. I mean, right. obviously Eventually. it's got a purpose, but I mean like, Damn. I want to write, oh, a few albums that are kind of like have concepts behind them. I got gotcha. you. Um, but I'm also probably after this next album, I'm probably putting out a whole album that is nothing but just a, me playing acoustic songs by uh-huh. myself. Uh huh. And it might have like it might have t- ten songs on there. It might have twenty. It just right. depends on how many I get done writing by the time I'm done recording the other album. How you know do, what I mean? How do you know when a song's done? Mm, so, like, part of me just kind of feels it. Like, as far as like my songwriting style goes, it it's different each time. Sometimes I'll like just be playing with chords, and I'm like, oh wow, that sounds like something, mm-hmm. you know. And then after that, like, I'll keep playing it, and then I'll kind of like hum along. So to music it. first, and then lyrics, or sometimes, sometimes. Um, and then there's other times to where I'm like, you know, I'll just go, I'll have an idea of a thought or um, like a line of a lyric in my head and I'll just keep keep going off of that main plot of right. like, okay, well, what's this song actually going to be about? Mm-hmm. And then just keep going. And then 
you know, I also don't want it to be like super long. So if it's like, if it has like five or six verses in it and maybe one chorus, yeah, like maybe one at the beginning and then one at one in to where it revisits that. Okay, well that was the chorus, right? And then it has like five or six verses in it, to where it's almost like I'm just kind of telling a story in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's um, what I was saying. It's yeah. Then then I'm okay story. with that too, yeah. but I don't like for it to be super long to where it's like okay, I just got like I drifted way too far. Like right. I'm good with you, like. You just started, going into a trip or an adventure into yeah. my song and going and escaping from life, but yeah. I don't want you to go like so far that you can't, can't come, come back, back. You know, yeah. so yeah, I guess that would be like how I would end it as far as like because that's if I know how, how it's done and over is just you know making sure I've got enough parts to where it's like okay people can relate to it, right. but I've also like got my point across and I haven't drifted too far out. And the rabbit holes, right? Or... To where it's like, okay, well, this song had a meaning, and now it's just like all over the place. Because I've I've wrote like maybe one like that, mm-hmm. and I just didn't really feel too happy with it. So it's just kind of like been laying there on paper, and I might revisit it or whatever. But could be the basis for maybe a, a, a inspiration for a different song altogether. Or something exactly. Like yeah, it's a uh, uh, writing. You know, it's it's. I've always wondered that when it came to a song because a joke is formatted you got you know, I mean, there's storytelling there's different kinds of course but there's basically a setup and a punch um, a blog I got you know my beginning thesis my intro and, and the middle and the conclusion but with a song or, or even a poem you know it, it stops when you say it stops like so it's it's always fascinated me what it is like what what you're listening to inside of yourself it's like that's good right there just stop because sometimes I feel like Sometimes you feel like you want to put stuff in there like it needs to be longer, but it doesn't, and that's just yeah. your mind fucking with you and stuff. Have you exactly. ever you ever wrote a song and and put it out and went back and went like, damn, I should have done it this way or that way or yeah. There's a song that, <laughs> there's a song that's on Spotify that I just <laughs> like. People even love when I play it too, yeah, and I yeah. just don't even care for it. And it has nothing to do with like who it was about or whatever. But right. I, and it maybe it's the fact that I feel like. I've evolved from what that song was. Not who you um, were when that was. Right. But it was it's really like it sounds too poppy for what I'm going for. Right. Um and obviously it's on Spotify and stuff and it's called Till I Find Love. Yeah. But so check it out because just because he doesn't like it don't mean you won't. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> There's people who do and some people like ketchup on their hot dogs. You do you, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we ain't gonna be mad at you. No. Definitely won't be mad if you actually like listen to it, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean like I still play it every now and then too, um, and it's a it's a well written song, but like the way the tone is and mm-hmm. the melodies and everything, it just sounds too cliche in my opinion compared to like a little too radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it could sound like maybe the speed could be brought up just a little bit. Maybe it sounds like more bluegrassy style right, or whatever, right. but. I don't know. We'll see. I might revisit that song again well, and reproduce it. Yeah, I've know? always wondered if, you know, people do a lot of remixes and recompositions of, of covers and things like that. It's, it'd be fascinating to see what an artist did with an old song that, that has evolved and you want to make it evolve with you. Like right. like you said, maybe change the tempo or, or something like Which, that. Which, and then that'll, I'll do that with, like, that whole album that I'm going to be getting out to everybody it's going to sound like full band electric right 
There's going to be weird noises in there. Awesome. You know, and then there's also, but like all of it's like real. It's not all digital, you know? Yeah. Like if we, if we find a sound, it's going to be because we found it naturally. We're not going to be like, hey, look at this preset and we found this sound and I don't have anything wrong with that, but it, that's just how I want this album. It's not Sam Sam. Right. Exactly. And so whenever that's done though, um, the other one that I was talking about that's going to have nothing but acoustic, mm-hmm. it'll probably have a bunch of those same songs. Right. But, you know, you'll hear it in a different, totally different uh, remastered, you know, version or, or way you could call it. It's totally different, like, genre in a sense. All right. Well, um, if people are looking for you, are, are you about everywhere? Like, where are you at on YouTube, Spotify? Yeah, most, most every... <laughs> Every social media platform, it's all mostly I underscore underscore Am Sam. Okay. Um, if not, it's Sam Stedman. You know, S T E A D M A N is the last name. Um, yeah, I want to say that all social media platforms, it should be that though. I am Sam. And your your songs mostly now. Can they go to Spotify or YouTube? Yeah, you can check it out on Spotify, awesome. iTunes, YouTube, pretty much anything that streams music. There should be at least two songs on there. And, and more to come. Though. You have a couple more things going on this week. Tell people what's going on this week. Yeah. Other than this, uh, tomorrow I will be at Farm to Fork from seven to ten p.m. Okay. And I want to say that's all. Like every, also every Tuesday now, I will be at this uh, new joint called Volcano Crab and Bar. If anybody's into seafood on Tuesday, <laughs> you know we may have to make it down there. I'm not into seafood, but my right. wife loves crab legs. And they've and got, I mean, they got good drinks yeah. too. But yeah. uh, it's the strangest it, thing. I've never played like at a place on a Tuesday, but now I'm like, it's a it's a thing to where I'll be there every. That's the, what they wanted. You know, they wanted me there every Tuesday, and I was wow. like. Okay, we'll you know this is what I'm pursuing. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, here's your yeah yeah so yeah. We'll definitely cause she loves crab legs. I love you. So what the hell better yeah not, not to have than some <laughs> crab legs and some Sam Sedman right? for sure. <laughs> well, man, thank you. Like I, I truly appreciate you. I, I tell this to my guest that time is the most precious gift you can give somebody, and you gave me a gift of your time, and yeah, and I have course, a lot of gratitude man. for that. Um, I hope. I hope you blow the fuck up. I feel like I sounds yeah, we'll corny, see. but I, I feel like people need to hear you. I, I I almost hate to hear that come out of my fucking yeah, there's mouth. Nothing, there's nothing but, wrong with that. But it's true. Like you you need to hear this. Uh, uh, just it, and it doesn't. Some people, it, it's like you, you know one of the first things I get asked is, well, what song do I need to check out? It doesn't matter. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the reason I like this guy because it doesn't matter. Just listen to one. You're going you're going to like it. Um, again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Yeah, of course. Uh, Thanks, everybody. I'd love to have you back on again when you do get those albums out, especially the concept ones and things like oh, that. Yeah. And uh, get out there and see them live, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, yeah, we'll Sam. see you guys later.